What's good, people? It's your boy, S. Foster, one half of the Views Anonymous podcast. And I just want to say that this is episode 200 of the Views Anonymous podcast. First of all, I would like to thank all the day ones who have took the time out to listen to this podcast. Even if you didn't listen to every episode, you just picked the movies and the appreciations or whatever the case may be that you like. You just picked them. That's fine. I also appreciate the people who came throughout or you just listen to the ones that you like. But on my behalf, I would just like to say thank you. I appreciate you listening. Continue to listen to the podcast. And there's definitely more to come. Yo, what's up? This is School of man. And I want to thank you all for always tuning in, always supporting, and always showing love to the Viewers Anonymous podcast. That's right, man. We're on episode 200. That's a big, 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 big achievement for us, man. We've been going strong, and we're still going to keep bringing y'all everything that y'all looking for. Um, Man, just thank you guys so much, you know what I'm saying, for listening to everything that we've dropped and everything that we brought to you guys. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying it. Um, Man, just make sure you keep tuning in. We got a lot more to come. Peace. spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And you tuned in to the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you our own takes and reviews of TVs and movies straight out of Hollywood. What's up with you, my brother? I'm pissed, man. What's wrong? You know what I mean? I'm pissed, man, because I got to take a line out of a very great underrated movie, Booty Call. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After my man, after my man, um, Tommy Davidson got shot. You know what I'm saying? We ain't really get shot, but you know the bullet grazed him. Yeah, yeah. And Jamie Foxx said, "Man, they don't make niggas like they used to, man. <laughs> like niggas take my four, five shots in the ass, and they'll be good." And he was like, "Now, <laughs> yo." So the last two days, my guy, because like we have been running short on people because like we lost one of our managers, right? And so <coughs> then we now had two dudes that called in. And let me not, but but let me explain to you. you know what I'm saying, yeah. One of them has not been to work because he has a toothache, oh, and shit. the other person <coughs> ain't been to work because. They have tendonitis in their elbow. I'm like, yo. Tendonitis, I understand. The toothache, though? Fuck that. Fuck that. Listen, I know everybody ain't the same, but I can tell you this. Mm-hmm. I know tendonitis is bad. Sometimes I can feel it. It's creeping up on me. I, I, I know it's not looking good for me in the future, but I will For say sure. this. I had, and I know you should, all situations ain't compatible, but I don't give a shit. Fuck that shit, because I'm pissed. <laughs> I had a motherfucking torn Achilles. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Doc put me out for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? I get approved to work in a boot. I work in a walking boot for two and a half months. Then, on top of that, I got therapy two times a week, mm-hmm. and I would run my route, 
go straight to the therapist place in my truck, do my physical therapy for like an hour, hour and a half, and then drive the truck back in and then go home. And I'm averaging like 120 stops a day with no help in the fucking walker boot. To yeah. the point where I walked through two walker boots while I walked the rubber off of it and I had to give me another boot. And you got a toothache? Yeah, toothache, that's some and, bullshit. And a tender night, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, they don't make people like they used to, man. And see, no, the no. reason I'm pissed about it is because we short the people, so they have to put a truck down. And mm. so in order to put the truck down, they have to divide that truck up into four and put the extra shit on the rest of us. So oh, I've shit. been having to do extra shit for the last two days because these motherfuckers want to call in on some bullshit. Tell me, man. Like Jamie Foxx said, they don't make niggas like they used to, man. So That's I'm pissed. Right. I'm pissed. And like and man, let me stop. Anyway, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we know your situation. You know what yeah. I'm saying? How you feeling? Is it getting better? All of that shit. Man, it has gotten better. Um, I can walk on my own now. I don't need to walk it no more. Uh but I am <laughs> I'm potting through an injury right now. <laughs> hey. Hey, but I've been there, but <laughs> oh man, let me tell you something, bro. I am in total discomfort right now. I ha- I haven't because okay, so the thing is, like the chiropractor told me every now and then I have to sit up, so it's something I got to do. Yeah, but I gotta be aware of the surfaces that I sit on. So like, I can't really sit on like no real hard surfaces because mm-hmm. my shit is trying to align itself back up right now. So yeah. a lot of the time I can sit up straight and I got to posture, but for the most time I got to be the laying back or laying down so my shit can get its natural alignment back. And then I got to lay on the floor and shit too so I can straighten my my spine and shit. Man, let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> I haven't gotten any sleep at night. I can believe it. I have to sleep throughout the day. Because I'm so tired and I catch up on my sleep throughout the day. I can't sleep at night because of the discomfort. When I tell you, ain't nothing, ladies and gentlemen, make sure y'all taking care of your back. If y'all don't do nothing, go see a chiropractor, go see an orthopedist or whatever that shit is called, orthodontic, whatever that shit is called. One of them deal with your feet, one of them deal with your bones, get the bone people. Make sure you're taking care of your back because you can't do shit without your back. That's what I realized. I mean, you can't do shit. You can't walk. You can't sleep. You can't eat. You can't do nothing. This shit is horrible. And it all, they said it all came from uh, sciatic or whatever. So I guess I pinched the nerve or something. And then when I went to the, uh, when I went to the chiropractor, man, he told me that the, the last vertebrae or the, the last cartilage in between the last and next to last vertebrae was dried out was or was drying out and that's why i was feeling so much pain but he uh, <clears throat> he also told me and this is something that i wanted to put out there because i know it's a lot of people that probably do this he said anytime that you're getting like swelling or something on your back don't put no heat pad on it don't put no mm-hmm. heat to it it's gonna make it worse so i wouldn't have been in all this pain if i wouldn't putting heat on it damn yeah so i'll be having to sit in the tub in cold water with swim trunks on, looking crazy. 
Hey, bro, you you don't. It, there's no, there's no other. There's nothing in the world can make you feel more stupid than sitting in your own bathtub with swim trunks on. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. That's. I mean, it sounds a little nuts, but I mean, you have to do what you have to do to get by, man. Sure. Like that, just like so, because you was talking about before we start recording, like. Like it's not pain at this moment; it's discomfort. But I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, but discomfort could be an ass, oh, asshole." Yeah. Because, man, I'm gonna tell you what's discomfort. But I'm not saying that this is worse than the back. Because I told you, I said, "Yo, like back shit, that shit is crazy." Yeah. But yeah. man, when I had broke my wrist and I had that big ass cast oh, on, goodness, I know man, you can't scratch that motherfucker or nothing. Man, you can't scratch. And I had the, the long cast all the way up to the. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I had to keep it like sitting up, like I yeah. couldn't let my wrist hang down, cause it would just swell. And man, when I tell you, trying to take a bath with that damn trash bag on your hand, it's the worst. <laughs> you can't do nothing, man. It's man, it's it's so it's just dis- like cause it wasn't pain; it was just discomfort. And then mm-hmm. I would sleep right, and I, and I would prop it up, and my arm would be sitting up <laughs> like all night. <laughs> That shit go numb. <laughs> it didn't go numb. It was so obviously you can't sleep on the side that it's on yeah. because it's gonna be pressing up against your rib. But yeah. even if you lay on the other side and have it, it still presses on your rib, yep. but just not as hard. So I would sleep with my arms sitting up in the air, and it's just mm. like so you will always have to sleep on your back. And it's like, yo, this is terrible. See, that's like, what I have terrible. to do now, bro. And I'm telling you, brother, I, I can't do it because it's like so for a little bit, it's cool. I give it up to like thirty to forty-five minutes. You be straight. It's probably one. Of, it's probably the most relieving feeling in the world when I first do it, because mm-hmm. I have to. I have to. Ha, I have to get up against the couch, put my legs on the couch. Basically, I'm sitting upside down. Basically, so I put my legs on the couch, and I'm. It's like I'm sitting on the front of the couch with my legs on the. You know what I'm saying? The cushions, and then I'm laying on the on uh on the floor. Like up up until like 30, 45 minutes, it's great. No problems, no issues. Man, after that, you start feeling some shit. You start feeling all that lower back pain come down. Your motherfucking ribs start hurting and shit. Cause you know what I'm saying? You trying to adjust and all that. Man, this shit is for the birds. <laughs> this shit hey, is for the birds. Hey, look, speaking of pine through injuries, man, you remember how you forgot when I had came when I had came up there? And he told me, and you forgot I was on crutches. <laughs> yeah, bro. Ain't trying to get that down that base, bro. Shit. Yeah, yeah, that was that was tough, but that was tough. Shit, we made it through that shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Ah oh, man. So, um, man, look, man, we we, you know, what I'm saying, we here. You know what I'm saying? This is one of our favorite segments, man. Let's get into it. We better do the what we watching. Is you ready? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. What we watching? What we watching? Man, um, what you got this week, brother? So what I got this week, man, it's a show that uh, I've been invested in. Well, actually, this goes all the way back, but you know what I'm saying? But this one show here that I'm speaking on is season two. You know what I'm saying? I think I am, what, 
three episodes in so far. And what I'm continuing to watch is Power Book Three: Raising Canaan. Man, um, it is um, something that has took over the world to the point where they made it a universe. You know what I'm saying? And and what I'm interested in seeing is like, cause see, like the storyline, because where it ended last season was Canaan ended up shooting this cop because his mom told him to. But the reason she told him to was because he's actually Kanan's father, but they're telling him his father is this other guy. And so he ended up not dying. And basically this story, well, one of the stories, because there's a lot of different storylines going in different directions, but he has uh, sat down with him in the car and told him, Yo, like, I'm your father. You know, your mom's going to tell you I'm crazy and all this type shit. But um, so it's very interesting to see where that storyline is going to go because it's like Kanan is starting to realize, like, yo, this is the reason why she told me to shoot him. He ended up not killing him. So it's getting to a point in the show where it's like there's a fork in the road for Kanan. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Which way is he going to go? So that's going to be something in, very interesting to watch. And also, you know, with this being, you know, connected to power, um, you never got into power, but like, yo, this, it's like, it's, it, it's really like a black, like hood street soap opera, my guy. Like, that's what it is. Okay. And, it's, it's, it's giving you like all of these different storylines and it's giving you also that shit you like, yo, like that's impossible. Like it's giving you that, but there's a lot of stuff that that you will watch on like the regular stories that's like, yo, like that's impossible. So it's, it's to the point where if you're in the universe, you know what I'm saying, you have to, you have to watch because what I'm interested in seeing is and it really depends on how long they want this show to go. Because what I'm waiting on seeing is when he actually meets Ghost and Tommy. Mm. Like, that's what I think everybody's waiting on is when we finally see they put the crew together, Ghost and Tommy, because they have not been mentioned or anything yet. Right. So that's what we all waiting for. But like, like I said, you got the Marvel Universe and you got the Power Universe. To the point where you got to see it, you got to watch everything because it's all connected and it's all going to make sense at some point. So I'm watching season two of the stars show Power Book 3, Raising Canaan. Nice. So um, for me, man, I'm, I'm back on anime <clears throat> for this uh, what we're watching. Um, I actually have a dope one. It's called One Piece. Um and basically, it's just a story about a young boy who basically ends up getting his own pirate crew and he wants to become the king of pirates. Um, his name is Luffy and I'm sorry, Luffy. And basically, this dude is one of the dopest anime characters that I've ever seen ever since I got really into anime. Um, basically, they sell around the world trying to find this um, ultimate treasure called the One Piece. But there's these fruits called devil fruits that basically grant whoever eats them powers. 
and he just so happened to eat this one that made him into a rubber person. So his whole body is rubber. So niggas can't shoot him or none of that shit. But they could like cut him and shit. Like whatever you could do to rubber, you could do to him. And like it's a bunch of motherfuckers in the world who basically all found a devil fruit, ate it, and they gained powers and shit. So he going around beating the shit out of people. They, you know what I'm saying, doing pirate shit. Um, and they all running from the cops, which on here on the show they call Marines or whatever. So um, it's on Netflix right now. It's they got I think eleven or I think it might be thirteen. It might be thirteen seasons. You, I got to double check. But they got a shitload of seasons. I've been binge watching this shit forever. I'm almost done with it. So y'all go check that out. One Piece on Netflix. So man, <clears throat> excuse me. You ready to get into the the, the, the uh, feature presentation, my man? Ah, let's do this. All right, man. So the movie we got today um, is starring Martin Lawrence, starring Robin Givens. Um, Robin Givens? I mean, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Lynn Whitfield. I'm sorry. My apologies. I'm thinking of... Um, Boomerang. You're thinking of Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> My apologies. Lynn Whitfield. Um, and it also has Delores in it and a cast of other characters as well. Um, the movie we're talking about today is a thin line between. This is funky. Darnell, you listen to me. A night full of passion can give you a lifetime of pain. Martin Lawrence. Here I come, world. Here I come. <laughs> He's walking a thin line between love and hate. You can't stop the love. Okay. Uh, I did not take the sound out of that one. So, <laughs> forgive me for that. But um, I hope, hopefully, we don't get flagged for that shit. But anyway. Nah. Um, yeah, but it's basically a movie about uh, a, a young guy who is technically a playboy. He finally... Uh, ends up meeting his match and one of the craziest women of all time. And, um, you know what I'm saying? She's setting him up with some shit that I don't think he was ready for. And, you know what I'm saying? Basically, he ends up at the end getting a change of heart. So, rewatching this, man, what was what was your thoughts and feelings? Uh, man. Well, that was some parts that I forgot about, man. Um, mm-hmm. But like going back and rewatching this, because the last time I watched this movie, this is when like I didn't pay attention to everything. I didn't realize that this was number one, a Martin Lawrence film, a Martin mm-hmm. Lawrence production mm-hmm. written by Martin Lawrence. I didn't know he was like everything. Executive yeah. produce, produce all of all it. So that was something that I did not know until this time while I'm actually look because like Doing what we do now, it's like we pay attention to the details now. Yeah. And it's like like when they showing like you these names and stuff, like when I'm young, I didn't watch this shit. It's like now I'm actually paying attention, like, wow, like I had no idea that he you know, I just thought that this was a movie that he was just in. Yeah. So to see that he was involved, you know, all the way through, like that was dope. So that that's the first thing. The other thing is like It was great going back and watching it because some of the conversations that they were having was the conversation that us as dudes 
would have uh well the the dudes that actually care and the conversation I'm talking about and I know you had teased one conversation that we was gonna have today and that was who fought it was right right and for him to cause look I'm from that class of dudes of where yo we don't say the three words if we don't mean it you know what Thanks. I mean <clears throat> like look we've been there I ran a game you know what I'm saying I was you know I had a rotation back in the day mm-hmm. and it's like I you don't you don't you don't drop you don't drop the L word you don't you know what I'm saying there, there are certain things that you that you do in that game but he ended up running across a person who actually went through some shit and it's like okay this is a person that you don't want to do this to and the attempt that he put into it that's another thing this might sound crazy, but if I got to put in that much work, then I'm just like, all right, you know what I'm saying I'm just gonna let this one slide. Like it's, oh, it's nah. too. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't never, you ain't never seen the one in. It's, nah, it's, it's, it's always one you done put in some work for, it, bro. I mean, true, but not true because I have it. It's like really? it's not that I have it. It's not that I have it. It's just more of like for him to. Go out, get her tag number, see where she works, show up to a job with flowers. Oh yeah, that's way too much. Yeah, yeah, like for him to set up a thing to look at a house when he had he couldn't even afford the house, and then right. bought the glass thing. He was like, "Yo, that shit gonna set me back for a while." Nah, I'm not putting in that type of effort to get no chick. I'm sorry. Like that's what I meant. Like I'm not saying that. Like I saw a girl that was flying. It was like, and I just went half effort. I'm just saying like all of the things that he did mm-hmm. to get Brandy's attention, it's like nah, I'm I'm not I'm not going through all of it. That's what that's what I meant by what I just said. But oh, yeah. okay. for you going back and watching it, what was your thoughts? Man, so this is one of the movies that um came out when I was like super young. I was eight when this came out around eight or nine. So I never like watched it initially. So later on watching it, you know what I'm saying? Like down the line, it was, it was weird to me because it was like, I kind of understood both sides of the, of the argument in this movie with, you know what I'm saying? The way she felt. And then of course, you know what I'm saying? With the way he felt. And then later on going through my own journey in life, being an older man, I totally feel the way he felt, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get what she was feeling, but I totally feel the way he felt. Like, as a man, you know, you you go through these – you go through these times in your life where, you know what I'm saying, like you said, you had a rotation. Some people call it a stable. Other people call it the black book, whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? You go through a time in your life where you're dealing with multiple women. You know what I'm saying? You're not really – you don't – classify it as dating you don't classify it as talking to you really like it's just a it's just a thing where you're dealing with multiple women whether it's sex whether it's somebody that you're just kicking it with every now and then whatever the case may be and in this one it seemed as if he found one that he was really after but the truth of the matter was it was just that you know what i'm saying she was she was a baddie she had her shit going on she had everything popping 
And she really, you know what I'm saying, he really wanted to, to score with this one, which I'm not mad at him. You know what I'm saying? Picking him up in the limo, giving him the champagne and shit. Like, can't really be mad at that one. Um, For me, though, it's... Uh, I, I really, I really don't, I really can't put my finger on it because it's like, at, like I said, at first being younger, I kind of understood both sides, but being older and having went through what I went through personally, like you kind of feel bad for him. Cause it's like, damn bro. Like, you know, you was really just trying to quote unquote, knock the boots, you know what I'm saying? And really that was it. You know what I mean? Y'all, you didn't really, he didn't want to be in a relationship. He didn't really want anything other than to really just kick it with her. He was a bachelor. He was doing his thing. He was, he had a a decent, you know what I'm saying, job and everything. He was just living life. And then you stumble upon this lady who is like super, super emotional. And she just like ruins every goddamn thing. Well, like I had told you in the coming soon, it's like, there's one scene that was very traumatic. Because mm-hmm. uh, I said that, you know, for some, this could be a horror movie. Yes. And, you know, you know the situation that I had went through. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what was traumatic to me was when he, like, when he didn't show up to the birthday party joint, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, I, right, I'm going to fuck his ass up. She goes home, she get the stocking, she get the orange. And just start beating her goddamn self. And start beating herself, put her arm in the door. And yeah. it's like seeing that and then the, the whole thing of him coming to the hospital using Mia's name, he shows up to the hospital and he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. And it's like seeing that and because I have a totally different perspective on life. You know, being in, you know, the certain situation that I was in and then seeing this and it's just like, I've always been a person of like, yo, you believe the woman, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or at least, you know what I'm saying? Consider what the woman is saying. Because we grew up like that. You ain't never supposed yeah. to put your hands on girls. Right. Exactly. But then there's always, not always, but sometimes there could be situations. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be a scorned woman who just want to be out to hurt the man and then do something like that. that. Let's use yeah. the real word. Let's let's really use the real, real word. It's a, a, a mentally disturbed woman. True. And pull something like that. And like, this is just not this movie. Like, I've no. seen this shit on Facebook where a girl had like a grapefruit and she was beating herself with him. It was like, oh, I'm going to fuck him up. You know what I'm saying? And her friend girl is recording her. No, I've seen I've seen one where a girl was in a hotel and got caught cheating. And the dude is recording it. Uh, he let the other guy leave. She gets up and runs into the bathroom. So he's, he sit his phone on the table and he's trying to talk to her. Like, yo, just tell me what the fuck is going on. Like, why would you do all that? And he opens the door. She's tying the fucking um she's tying the fucking shower curtain up and wrapping it around her neck to kind like of bruise her choked. neck. 
But the yeah. funny, the funny part was, is that when he puts when <laughs> when he put the fucking video camera on there, she's still doing it. She's standing on the table, I mean on the toilet, and she rubbing it across her neck, and then she leaned forward, and the fucking shower rod break. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Yeah, it is, bro. But but it's all funny I'm saying, a bunch of reasons. Yeah, true. But it's like at the same time, it's like if you don't have any video evidence, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna take their word for it. So it's just like so when we hear about some of these domestic situations, it's like I I'm not so quick to be like, oh man, she got to be telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's for, am I saying what Darnell was doing was right or wrong? I mean, I don't think it is. I mean, I think the way that he was living his life, there are people who feel like, yo, like this, this is what I want to do. I don't, I don't want to get in any real relationships, you know, whatever the case may be. But with him saying what he said, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, yo, like, you, not that you deserve that. I'm not saying that you deserve for somebody to set you up on on some uh, domestic uh, charges. I'm just saying, like, yo, you know the rules. You and T talking about the rules all the time. You know what I'm saying? And it's like to do that, but what when we go to this whole thing of like, yes, it's his fault. But this is what women do, and this is not a bash a woman episode, y'all. Yeah, we, we, for me, we're it talking. Is. About, listen, for me it is. they know how powerful the box can be. Okay, one hundred percent. To be sitting there smashing a woman that you've been trying to get for weeks, mm-hmm. and this is the time that you want to tell me. That you killed your ex-husband? Yo, see, and that's the that's the type of thing right there. <laughs> that's why I'm bashing some women. Because let me tell you something. That's some shit you just keep to yourself. I don't want to know that. Yeah, you don't need to tell me no shit like that. But to tell him at that moment. That's the what first I'm saying. Time. That's even well, I don't care when the moment is. That's it, it is the wrong moment. But don't tell me nothing like that. Cause now I really ain't feeling you. At first I was just here just to get the draws. Now I'm just like, uh, maybe I should leave this motherfucker completely alone. Yeah. And and he was planning on it. He was like, yo, after after that, he could eat sleep. Hell on, no. Man. man, after you get, you know what I'm saying, some good box for the first time, you know what I'm saying? You bunk out, take a nap. He couldn't eat sleep all night. He's up all night. He, hey, she let got me tell you something. He's a fool for staying. Man, listen. I would have been gone. I would have. I would listen. Be and, and it's just the fact that, like, yeah, she said, "Oh, well, he was abusive." You know, blase, blase, all that type of shit. But still, at the same time, you told me this while I was in because you knew that I would have left. You knew that I never would have stayed to complete this whole task of finally getting the box. And you tell me this at this moment. That is trash. That is that is one of the most that is 
beyond trash. You know what I'm saying? I got to steal something from my guy, JD. That's trash can juice. Like, that's the trash can juice that, like, when you see, like, one of those dump trucks, and it's like, it's not spilling out when the truck is sitting still, but then when, like, the light turn, and, like, let's say the truck is making a left turn, and then that trash can juice start to spill out on the right side of the truck, that's what that was. That was disgusting. You don't pull no shit like that on no man while he's sitting there smashing and you tell him that he killed your ex-husband. And this is after, you know what I'm saying? He tells you that, yo, like, I love you type of shit. It's yeah. just like you put him in a very compromising position. And yeah. it's just like, nah, like, I would have been, I would have told, I would, see, and this is another thing. And then, and then, this is how smart she is, right? So she mm-hmm. tells him while he's on top doing the thing, he realizes, like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> He stops. <laughs> he stops. <laughs> Rolls over. And she climbs on top. Come on, man. You know how hard it is to, like, you, you stop. Mid, mid-sex. Mm-hmm. You don't bust or nothing. You stop mid-sex. And then she climb on top and stick that bad boy back in. It's like. It's the devil. That is the devil. That is the devil. Because. Because if she never would have did that, Darnell was gone. He was out of there. Man, that's when you got to fight them temptations. Get off me, devil woman. You, you can't keep doing this to me. You can't have my soul, man. Listen, <laughs> a woman like that, you know what I'm saying? It's it's this, you know what I'm saying? It's been this new phenomenon thing that people have been doing these past couple years with the whole red flags thing, right? There mm-hmm. was a lot of red flags in this movie about her. And for him not to catch him was really just a poor example of just how how sex hungry some guys really are. You know what I'm saying? How horny some dudes really are. And it's like, bro, sometimes you have to think about yourself and put yourself over some box because it's... It, Every box ain't ain't always good box. We know that. But even right. sometimes good box ain't always good box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes that shit puts you in the worst predicament you could you could want to be in. And this is a perfect example of what that predicament is. Like, you know, you you out here laying the wood to her. You know what I'm saying? Doing giving her everything she's looking for. And in the midst of all that, she telling you she. Uh, uh, killed her husband. You know how great you got to be stroking her for her to come out and say some shit like that. No, I I think the opposite. I think how trash it got to be for her to be wanting to have a whole conversation with you while you smash it. Like respect. No, respect. I don't want like if if it's story time while yeah. I'm sitting there putting in work. Then obviously <laughs> I'm not putting in work. <laughs> like, like I'm, this is what's so, up. Do you think she she was trying to use that as motivation for him to do better? I I think what she was I think what she was trying to do was I think she was trying to be honest and I think the only way that she felt that she could be honest is while they're having sex yeah. and it's like 
let me go ahead and tell him now because if I would have told him when we were sitting downstairs when she asked, do you love me, which is kind of weird for her to be asking that question when he's been trying to get it like maybe a month or so. Man. And he was supposed to love you already. But so that so why you didn't say this when we was downstairs? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Why you didn't tell me this information downstairs? So I or when we first met. Well, well, when they first met, he was she was pushing him off. Like she wasn't really giving him. No, I'm talking about once once we she accepted the contract. Yo, that's some shit you gotta you gotta tell me that type of shit out the gate yeah but like you said like red flags like to me the first red flag was like once he first like finally like got in Mm -hmm. and then went horseback riding Mm -hmm. and the way she snatched them up after he fell off their horse like or or when she took them shopping what yeah, that was after. No, that that's yeah. also a red flag though. That that is a red flag. And another red flag is I'll buy you a club so we can spend all our time together. Come on, man. Really? Come on, man. What, what like he said, about? it ain't that much time in the world. You know what yeah, I mean? Like what are, we, what are we talking about at this point, bro? If yeah, like, you what, if, first off, you got all this money, right? I'm not I'm not asking you for no money. I just want to hit the skins like they used to say yep. back in the day. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get on the slipping slide. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Couple couple strolls down and and I'm done. You out here offering all these fortunes to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that 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 tells you something about a woman who's so eager especially when you know what I'm saying? Um Especially when you're when you're in her presence, to have you, you know what I'm saying, in that, and to be willing to spend a, a lot of money with you or, or spend a whole bunch of time with, like, damn, you ain't got nothing to do. We could spend all day together. You ain't got nothing to do. That's a little that, weird. That that is that's super weird. And I, ah, man, like Brandy was Brandy's scary, yo, like. Like to okay, so let's 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 get off of Brandy for a second. So the movie starts with you know he's he's doing his rounds, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying he's doing his rounds, but then you hear Mia's coming home or Mia's yeah. home, and then you realize like oh okay, so there's there's one girl that that mm-hmm. stood you know supreme over all the other girls, but Buffalo. Yeah, and I think that he just kind of looked at it like like he always like wanted her, but it was just like, you know, I'm really not trying to settle down like right now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it was like one of those situations where she goes into the Navy, if I'm not mistaken. It comes, oh, Air Force, one of them. So she comes home and he's starting to feel a little different. I think maybe he matured a little bit. And mm-hmm. then the threat of her going back in, he's like you know what, I need I need to lock this down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I need to stop playing around and finally lock this down. And it seems like anytime that there's a person who is who's out there that's basically a Darnell, there's always one girl that's that whole supreme that's always is the girl that and, and see and they knew each other 
since kids. So obviously they must have went to grade school together because he was like, yo, I, you know what I'm saying? I remember you, you know what I'm saying, pacifier in the mouth type shit. So hey man, listen, when when your mama like her, that's that's the yeah. one. When that yeah. when she could just walk in your house when you ain't there. And your mom be like, hey, what's going on? I ain't seen you in a minute. Or she stopped past to see your mama and all that shit. That's the one. Yeah. And Mia, then Mia, you know what I'm saying? She went on a date with the chicken king. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey. <laughs> yo, when he came to the door, he was like, yo, he said the, uh, the delivery manager. And then he was like, "Look, I ain't no delivery man." He said, I own, "He said my family own chicken fixes." He said, "We own twenty chicken fixes, and you know all this type shit." So yeah. he's like, "So you telling me that you own twenty chicken fixes and you come through with a two piece of the biscuit, man?" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, the stupid." And that's something that we haven't even got into yet. We went yeah. straight in in the in the deep water, like this movie. It's fucking hilarious. Of course it is. It's Martin Lawrence. Like, like, you, like you gotta Mar- expect that though. Like Martin was like a one man show. Because right. when you think about it, like everybody else that's in this movie, like like Della Reese can be funny, but like she wasn't really given any lines to be funny. Right. Like right. Martin comedically like carried this whole movie. Mm-hmm. And he was really a one man show as far as comedic wise because man, when he was what I had said to you in the um in the coming soon, yeah. yo, that whole scene at the police station, crazy. Oh my god, that shit is hilarious, man. Like <laughs> Martin Martin is oh uh, man, especially this time ninety six. Yeah, he was the he was the man, bro. He was doing well, he was doing Def Comedy Jam, or he had just came off of Def Comedy Jam. He was doing the Martin Show. Um, yep. he was doing hella movies. Like it, Bad Boys know. came out in '95, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so yeah, man. Like he, he could. He was like, matter of fact. This was at the height of his stand up too. Because remember, he was coming out with all the stand-up joints around this time. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, yeah, and he carried, he carried this man. That was, there's so many, there's so much comedic gen, genius in this movie. Like, when he had um, a... <laughs> yo, when he had um, When Brandy had... Now, this part isn't funny. But <laughs> but it was just his facial expression. So like so when when he told Brandy that he was done with her and all this or whatever, right? Yeah. So my man wakes up and his smoke alarm is going off and the facial expression that he had. And he walked to the house and he was like, Brandy, what the fuck you doing here? And she was like, uh she was like, Well, she's like, you know how I make you breakfast and she was like She's like, I was gonna make you pancakes, but I didn't know if you like the dark white or fluffy. <laughs> he dark, was like, damn. Fluffy. He said, damn, okay. He said, man, take he said, man, if you don't take your ass in that crispy ass bacon up out of Hey, but not, but it turned dark really quick. 
you know, he had to uh, end up. I mean, he didn't have to. I would never promote violence. <clears throat> he didn't have to. You know, he kind of went to violence a little bit, you know, when he threw up against the wall. But, like, it's, I'm not, no, when I say this, I'm just saying this is like, when you put in that situation, it's kind of like you, you tell a person, yo, you're not wanted here. I want you to leave. For number one, you broke into my house. Mm-hmm. Number one, you literally broke into my house and you're almost burning this bitch down because you don't know how to cook no bacon. That's another flag. She can't, I mean, that's another red flag. She can't cook. Yeah, and, and bacon? Breakfast is the easiest thing to cook. Everybody should be able to make breakfast. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? And the fact and that she didn't know how to do that, nigga, she, it was over with. Very over with. And it's just like, when you put in a situation where you're like, yo, like, you need to leave. Like, get out of here. And, like, you know, he, he slammed her up against the wall, or what, you know, roughed up a little bit. But it's like, that's not okay. But yeah. it's like, like, what do you do? It's like, yo, like, like, get the fuck out of my house, yo. You broke into my house. Like, why are you here? Like, I don't want you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's really the only option that you have. It's like, yo, will you leave? You, you don't, you don't want to leave? All right, well, I'm going to call the police. Like, that's the only the, option that you, you have. Call the police and you got to lie. I ain't lying. No, you got to make up a lie about her. Just so oh, she oh. you don't fuck with her. You call the police. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, she said she was going to do the Lorena Bobbitt. You got to get her out of here. Get you some gloves, yeah. throw the scissors on the floor, toss the gloves, fall on the ground when the police come. You know what I'm saying? And tell them, <laughs> this, this woman is deranged, man. Look, she got the scissors over there. She tried to take me out. Man, well, she's definitely deranged. Um, Bro, the, but the that's with the knife in it? Yeah, outside of Mia's house? Come on, bro. But now, it was a man move. Mm-hmm. To roll up on her and be like, look, yo, it ain't working out. You know, this, that. Now, that's another thing. If you want to chalk, if you want to chalk it up of, you know, what you did wrong, who fought, all that type stuff. Mm-hmm. If she tells you, and, and look, I get it. Because you're you're put in a very tough situation. Like you're getting these these red flags, right? Yeah. But also at the same time, the person that you really love is possibly going back into service. And so right. he wants to convince her not to leave, but at the same time, it's Brandy's birthday. So if this woman told Brandy. you, true. She burnt bacon. But, but this was before she burnt bacon. Nigga, but regardless. It, but dude. She killed her husband. Exactly. That's more that's reason of not yeah. to piss this person that, off. That day right there, that I would have been like, look, we can't do this. You scared the living shit out of me. You killed your husband, and then you told me this. I, there's nothing we can do no more. I mean, true. And I think that he was so caught up in T calling him the man yeah. that he's like, yo, he I need I need this. Yo. T was hilarious in this. You know what yeah, People forget like Bobby Brown is an actor. And mm-hmm. yo, when they was in the club, he said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is stupid. I love the part when they was sitting at the club and they was sitting there talking, and my man that stutters, he started talking. 
and he wasn't really stuttering that much. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and T picked up that drink. He said, man, what the fuck is in this? He was like, man, you talking queer. He's like, you ain't stuttering that much. He was like, shout out to, shout out to Daryl Mitchell, too, bro, because he's funny as fuck, man. Yeah, he That's, is. Uh, he his is. name was Earl in this one. That's the one that was stuttering and shit. He's funny as hell, bro. Yeah, he's he's very funny, man. People people see him and stuff. Like, he's never, like, the main guy. He right, always but he's, got, like, but he's, in some, he's in some great, great movies. Yeah, yeah, I always remember him being the um the uh the English teacher in Ten Things I Hate About You. He um, was um he was the uh fuck I forgot which what, what character he played, but he was in Galaxy Quest. You talking about some funny shit? He was supposed to be the um now I can't remember this nigga name. He was the, the LeVar Burton character in Galaxy Quest. Oh, that uh, shit was hilarious as fuck. Yeah, I I, I like it. And shout out to uh the Faison Love man. He gave him a mm-hmm. little scene. Jason Morgan's in this joint too, but he gave him a little scene where he was buying the shirts in the alleyway. And yeah. He was like, uh, he picked out three shirts. He's like, how about this? He said, man, I give you forty five dollars. He's like, man, that shirt right there is a hundred dollars by itself. He was like, man, he said. Man, it smelled like he said. Man, he, he said you selling the shit out the back of your car in the alley. He said it smelled like he said it smelled like all and piss out here, man. <laughs> he was right. like, hey, and Faison was asking him about hooking him up with his girl, and he was like, I ain't fucking. Uh, she sucked my dick though, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I right, will hook me up anyway. It's just like, all right, dog, hold up. We got to get into this cast though, bro, because this cast is crazy. This um, cast is super crazy. Martin Lawrence, Lynn Whitfield, Regina King, Bobby Brown, Della Reese, uh, Daryl Mitchell, um, Wendy Raquel Robinson, Miguel Nunez, Faison Love, um, who else is in here? Michael Telefero, Tiny Lister, Tracy Morgan. Like, bro, this dude had a bunch of motherfuckers in here, bro. Well, don't forget about uh, Melinda Williams, you know what I'm saying? From, yep. uh, she was in the wood. Yep. You know what I'm saying? She got a booty grabbed, and Stacy came and whooped his ass. For sure. Because he grabbed the booty. She had a, she had a nice butt, too. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but for him to, to write this movie and direct this movie, you know what I'm saying, under his own productions, and then to get this cast together, like that just lets you know how high up he was. Like, yeah, we haven't seen anybody on this level doing this type of shit since Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even think Eddie Murphy was writing or directing at the time he was doing like the Harlem Nights and uh coming to America's and all that. So for Martin to be able to do all this and and take it a step further from what Eddie did, like that's greatness, bro. That's some real live greatness. Yeah, because I I did I didn't until I watched it this time I didn't realize that Martin was that involved in this movie. I right. I honestly thought that he was just the star of the movie. Yeah, and yeah, and for him to have that pull and you know, I was trying to think. No, he was never in because see, Delores was in um, Delores was in Harlem Nights. She wasn't in Boomerang. Yeah, so. he wasn't in Harlem Nights. Yeah, so like they didn't they didn't work together then, but like, yeah, to be able to be able to pull this off, to do the story, the screenplay, to direct it, 
executive produce all that type shit. And for it to be as good as it was, and, and then the story is being as good as it was because mm-hmm. you know it's it's the black version of fatal attraction. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. I love the way he put it. He he was talking, he was talking to T. He said, Yo, man, I'm stuck in a real life motherfucking fatal attraction. <laughs> I, was like, man, I was like, why are you say it like that? But yo, but but fatal attraction, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I'm I'm gonna go thin line between love and hate. But yeah. if y'all watch Fatal Attraction, Michael Douglas, yo, that shit was wild, but yo, can we talk about how they hype Michael Douglas up though? Michael Douglas is is way hyped up for somebody. And reason. George Clooney. I'm not they be hyping well, George Clooney up, bro. George, yeah, George I mean, Clooney ain't no like handsome. I mean, don't get me wrong, he a handsome dude, but come on, bro. See, I, I thought you were talking about like, like no, I'm talking about like they women used to go crazy for Michael Douglas. Oh, okay, okay. And they used to go crazy for George Clooney. I think I think I Michael du- I think Michael Douglas was I think the roles that he was playing yeah. in the '80s. I think that attracted women. I think the roles that they gave <laughs> him, yeah, was what people was attracted to. I don't like, know if they was necessarily attracted in him. I think yeah. it was the characters that he was playing. Well, we got we got to get into that one day, bro. Overrated sex symbols, because there's a bunch of them out there. Like Tom Cruise, I never got the Tom Cruise thing. Well, true, but when you think about, I think that's another example of what you're talking about—the whole roles thing. Because I never yeah. understood the Tom Cruise thing. Brad Pitt, I get Brad Pitt. He looked like one of them like Barbie doll type niggas. So I get that. Yeah, but like, I, I think it's I think it's the role because I mean when you watch like Fatal Attraction, even Basic yeah. Instinct, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the role that he's in, and it's like he's put in that position to be like like that sexy, charismatic guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they they overhyped him, man. I ain't gonna lie but, to you. But but the movie itself, like especially like for them to use. I always wondered, like, why did they use Glenn Close? Glenn, first of all, and I'm it not here to be age. disrespectful. Yeah, but Glenn Close is like she's not in the slightest bit cute. But she ain't that, sexy man, but she can it, act it, her it fit, ass off though. That's what I'm saying. It fit. They both is some mid-looking motherfuckers. They was like, put these two together. <laughs> they look like they date in real life. Like, yeah, this is a perfect. Combination. That's like yeah. putting like Kathy Bates with Brad Pitt and being like, "Yeah, Brad Pitt fell in love with her." Like, no, man. Nah, nah. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. You gotta have somebody. Work. You gotta have somebody on that same level. They both around like a five six level. You know what I'm saying? But, but basic instinct. Mm-hmm. He was with Sharon Stone. I could see Sharon, the Sharon Stone type going after an older guy like that. So I get it, dude. With some money, you know what I'm saying. That type thing, I could. He didn't have no money. He was. He no, I'm, was talking, I'm just saying, like, just, just in real life. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see Sharon Stone dating a dating a Michael Douglas, or you know what I'm saying, like an older dude. Okay, I see what you're saying, but yeah. um, but yeah, like it, it, it was like a fatal attraction. Like my thing is, it's like, man, look, I know there's some dudes. And this is and this is and I need to get this off my chest. I know there's some dudes out here that's 
fucking over some girls and running the game on them. But there's mm-hmm. also some girls out there running the game too. You know what I'm saying? And there's also some dudes that can't take it as well. <clears throat> because right. a lot of the times, dudes, we could be the worst at that shit. Like, we'll, we'll sit back and like, be like, oh, well, you know, she did this, she did that. But see, we don't have the type of tools that they have. Like, we can't beat ourselves up and then call the police and be like, yo, like, this is what she did to me because you pissed off that she cheated on you or whatever the case may be. Like, we don't have that. We might be able to get away with it now. It's it's kind of getting that way. Yeah, we've had a few examples of moments where women was beating on men. But in 96, you definitely couldn't have told somebody that your girl was beating you. Dude, he went... Fuck that. I'm doing it again. Maybe they didn't hear the coming soon. He -hmm. went to the police station. You know what I'm saying? He was like, cause she okay, so to set it up, he's at his mom's house, and mom's just trying to talk some sense into him. Mm-hmm. He hear a brick go through a windshield, go outside. He was like, yo, that bitch put, put a brick through my shit. So he goes out there. <laughs> he's telling, he, he's ready to fight at this point. He's telling right. Brandy to get out the car. Right. And she and then, you know what I'm saying? Mom dudes come out. Hey, you know how to old Tommy Mama's is. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with my son. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with my baby. And then he hit her with the, you know what I'm saying? She was like, I've been staying here 45 years. I ain't never had no shit like this happen to me. He's like, right. you better go put a restraining right. on that girl. Cause he was like, come back through here, I'm gonna kill her. So he goes <laughs> to the police station. And like he goes to the police station. And he's like, yo, T. He said, man, listen, I get no respect at the precinct, man. He was like, man, I couldn't die here. To get a restraining order on Brandy, he was like, "Cause my mom's, he's like, my mom told me to go down here and get a restraining order, cause I don't want to hurt the bitch. I don't want to <laughs> hurt the bitch." <laughs> he's like, he's like, so I get down there, I get no respect in the precinct, man. Right. And then he's like, "Man, I tell the other, oh, she's hurting you, she's hurting you." And then that car, back, that police car move, he's like, "Yo, T, let me call you back." Then I fucked up my shit. He's like, "Ah." Oh. <laughs> He was like, he said, where's the justice? <laughs> he was like, oh, she brought me down in front of the police station. He's like, look at my rear view. He get in the car. He said, man, she brought me down to my brake pads. <laughs> he go, he looked back there. Man, I can't go nowhere without no ties. <laughs> Hey man, that nigga is silly. But I mean, like nowadays, man, I, I think that I think it'd be possible for a dude, you know what I'm saying, to get away with that. But like in '96, man, like we're saying, like, yo, it was, it was one of them things. Like, pride and ego was still big at that time, so it wasn't no way for you to, you know what I'm saying, like really tell nobody like this woman is abusing me. Without getting, you know what I'm saying, ridiculed for it. Yeah. But so we also I understood why you felt that way. <clears throat> yeah, but we also now are getting stories of where like you remember a couple months ago, Joe talked about it on his pod where mm-hmm. the dude went on live on Facebook and he killed mm-hmm. his uh his girlfriend and, and his kids, kids and his kill yeah. and he killed himself because she was cheating on him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, look. Honestly, I've been there, done that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I went through it. And and it used to be a situation where it was like, well, I used to be like ashamed to be like, yo, like I got cheated on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but then it's like, yo, like 
when you really think about that shit, it's like, yo, like, Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Like, people cheat every day, B. So it's oh, just like... That, yeah, that to me, that's but, not that's not really a thing that, you know what I'm saying, to be ashamed of, because it's like nowadays... And I think that getting older, it, it's a little bit more understanding for me. Cheating is, is for people is, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got a different reason they cheat. Everybody don't cheat for the same reasons. And it's one of those things that it's like a lot of the times when you cheating, it's really not your fault or it's really not the other person's fault. It's the person's fault of who it is that, you know what I'm saying, is cheating. It's like you can easily just say, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm not happy in this situation. I think we should, you know what I'm saying, take some time apart, or I think we should break up. And then you can go do whatever you want. But to to hold somebody hostage emotionally, and then you go out here and you doing whatever you want to do, and then you coming back and, you know what I'm saying, putting that person in, in physical harm, you know what I'm saying, because you could catch an STD out there. You could be dealing with somebody who crazy, you know what I'm saying, like – um Lynn Whitfield wasn't here, and then they come and shoot your partner because they falling in love with this person and they jealous. Like, it's a whole bunch of situations that you could be putting that other person through besides just cheating. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, to me, that's the that's the part that I don't like about it is because, you know, if, if your girl out here cheating with a dude and say this nigga's a wild card, you know what I'm saying, and you a square, you just out here working and taking care of your family, and this nigga fall in love with her and he want her so bad. And then next thing you know, you pop up at the house off of work and this nigga sitting on your porch with a gun about to shoot you because he wants a girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, those type of situations happen and have happened before in life. Like, so I feel like when people cheating, it's the person's fault who it is that's cheating. Not all the time, but most of the time. You know what I'm saying? That's doing this stuff because you're not just putting, you know what I'm saying, yourself at, at a risk. You putting everybody at a risk, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, dude, you know he kill his girl and kill, her, you know what I'm saying, kill his family, then kill himself. Like, what if you run into a motherfucker like that? You out here cheating with a motherfucker like that, and you know what I'm saying, you end up falling back in love with somebody, and you go, oh well, we can't be together no more because now I want to stay with my partner, and now they this motherfucker come kill both of y'all and your whole family. You know what I mean? Or you know what I'm saying, they kill themselves because of what you've done. Like, is to me, that's like at an all time different level. And you have to be careful when you're doing that type of shit, because it's like if you just go out and you say, hey, you know, what I'm saying I'm, I, I want to get out this relationship. It's not working for me. And whatever the case may be, it's easier to have somebody go through a heartache than it is to put, you know, what I'm saying put others in danger because you making a selfish decision. And that's why he ended up breaking up with Mia. Yeah. Even though everything was great between them. Right. He was like, you know, Brandy threatened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tried to threaten to kill her. And then T went and, you know what I'm saying, spread it the news. And she was just like, all right, so I'm going to go help you go save him or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she went to the point as far as like, because, and that's another thing. He chose like to be with another person. Mm-hmm. She went as far as, you know, leaving the cake outside the house with a knife on it, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, putting a brick through your window, stripping you down to your brake pads, coming mm-hmm. to your mom's house, you know what I'm saying, starting ruckus over there. So it's just like, also, there's people out here that don't know how to deal with rejection. 
That's true. And it's like that is another thing. And and that could be a situation where it's not even necessarily cheating. That could just be a situation where, yo, like, you know, you hit it, you get the box, and you're like, you know what? Yeah. I put in all that effort. Box wasn't even no good. You know what? Oh, I'm good. Oh man, that's the worst. Man, that that's the worst. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, yo, you have to be adult enough to be like, all right, that's cool. You don't want me? That's fine. Because mm-hmm. there's somebody else out here that's gonna want you. Like, that's just how the fucking world works. Like, mm-hmm. all situations ain't perfect, but at the same time, I mean, you can. I mean, how many times have you looked at a couple and was like, they want them? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, so it's just, and I think that that people have to, it look, it's fine. You should always have confidence in yourself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you should always love yourself. But at the same time, you have to also realize, like, everybody don't want you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and if somebody turns you down, you gotta learn how to take it. And Brandy, now I do get it. I'm not, I'm not taking all the blame off of Darnell because, like I said, don't say those three words if you don't mean it, yo. Like you right. know, you did not mean it. But right. at the same time, it's like, yo, like just because this man, he he came over like a man. It was like, yo, this ain't gonna work out. Boom, boom, boom. Yo, mm-hmm. I brought you know brought the thing back. You know, he gave her the knife or whatever, whatnot. And then she kept to continue to try to ruin his life to the point of getting my man arrested for a CDV and all of that shit. Even mm-hmm. though she didn't press charges, but just setting them up so he would even have to deal with that in the first place. It's just like mm-hmm. that was man. I'm telling you that 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 scene it hits different. You know what I'm yeah, like it, it didn't hit it didn't, it didn't hit different at first, but like that shit hits different now, and it's just like. Yo, man, like that shit. That shit could be a damn horror movie for real. For sure. So you ready to get into the fire flames, man? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, man. Um, what do you got for your fire flames? Um, what I got is All Star Cast. You know, we we went through the cast. Um, Martin, he did his thing in this as far as carrying it comedically, writing it, directing it, all of that shit. For what this movie even means to the culture. Like, um, I remember saying to you that I was like, yo, like, Lynn Whitfield, though. But at the end of the day, she was the best choice because for number one, she's a phenomenal actress. That's yes. number one. Yes. Just because I don't think she's the most beautiful woman in the way that they kind of portrayed her, mm-hmm. I think that when it came to the scenes where she was like really crazy, mm-hmm. like she had these facial expressions where it was like, yo, that shit is top notch. Like, and then there was one part where I'm telling you, dude, I know that this one laugh was not in the script. When when she had him tied up and she told him to go upstairs and then mm-hmm. she hit him in the balls and with the way he was walking, yo, 
She started smiling and then she started laughing. That wasn't in the script, my guy. I'm telling you. Because I'm telling you. Because I'm like, yo, I don't see how some of these parts y'all didn't laugh. Like, one of the, like, yo, when, when, when he was coming out the cleanest mm-hmm. and Brandy almost ran his ass over. Man. And then, and then he got in the car. She was like, where's the clothes? Too much motherfucking starch. I like yo. If I'm Regina King right now, there's no way I'm keeping the straight face, man. I'm like, that is too much motherfucking starch. Yo, that shit is hilarious. And I used to use that shit on my dad because remember I told you my dad is heavy mm-hmm. with the starch, but like I'm talking yeah. about my my dad can set his jeans up and the motherfucker stay up by himself. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, yo, <laughs> oh, too much like... motherfucking starch. <laughs> but um. <laughs> But um, you know what? Fuck it, man. Martin's my guy, man. I'm gonna go ahead and give him a five, man. Like wow. To, to, to be able to put this, I was gonna go four point five, mm-hmm. but to be able to put this together because I didn't look I honestly did not know this until I yeah. watched it this time. I honestly thought that he was just the star. I didn't mm-hmm. know that he wrote the screenplay, that he did the story, and he directed it. So I'm I'm gonna knock it up from that four point five to a five simply because I did not know Martin did all of that for this movie. Right. Um, for me, man, like you said, all-star cast, um, the story was amazing in itself. Um, and I, I too just learned that Martin directed and wrote it, which is, I, I don't want to say shocking, but impressive. I'm, I'll yeah. use impressive instead. It's super impressive because at the time, you know, he, this is a hit like the height of his stardom. And for him to, you know what I'm saying, put that shit together the way he did, he did a hell of a job. Um, Lynn Whitfield, I don't know what you're talking about, but she was bad, bro. You know what I mean? She was she was definitely on that on that baddie list for me. I, I so I, I understood why he was after that. She she's all right. Nah, you know me and me got her all day. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, Regina King, yeah, for sure. But don't get me wrong, Lynn Whitfield is one of them ones like to this day, she's still bad. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she, she aged like fine wine, brother. Um, but yeah, the story was great. Casting was great. It was funny. It was dramatic. It was, you know what I'm saying? The older I, I've gotten, you know what I'm saying? The more I can relate to this movie. I'm not going to go as high as you did, but I'm going to go just a notch lower. I'm going 4.5. Yeah. Cause like, look, and I can see exactly what you mean. Because like I said, like I'm, it's it's a, to me it's a four point five movie, but I knocked it up for a simple fact of like I just did not know that Martin did all this, right? And it was right. just like that's just me showing him a little bit more credit, but um yeah I, I ain't mad at that at all, man. Um, it's 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 really it's really a great movie, man. Like it really is. Like we didn't even really get into like a lot of the comedic shit. They went down in this, like right. when Bobby Brown was doing the auditions for the for the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. It's like there was so many funny scenes in there that that we didn't even really get into. So, um, but yeah, man. So, I'm a, yeah. I see why we 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 see we see eye to eye on this. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's get into this coming soon. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD.
So this next coming soon, man, we got a nice thriller for you guys. Um, it is uh, a very interesting story, to say the least. Starring what? This one is... Um, this is uh, Sam, Samuel L. Jackson and yeah, John Cusack. Yeah, John Cusack, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, <clears throat> about a, a hunted hotel room, 1408. This one is a, a great movie. It's always good to watch this one. One of my favorite scenes is when he's talking to uh, the maintenance dude about the um, thermostat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. So y'all make sure y'all get into it with us on the next episode. We'll be coming back at you with some more uh, entertainment. And until then, man, hit us up on the socials. You know what I'm saying? Let us know how we did or if you got a suggestion or, you know what I'm saying, you just want to chit-chat with us. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. Um, at View and Nine Pod, <clears throat> excuse me, and you can hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. You can follow me on Twitter at Scoops Bronson. I got a link tree in the bio. You can follow me everywhere else there. And y'all can find <laughs> me at uh, Foster Eight on Instagram and on Twitter at Twenty Eight Minutes or Less Pod. That is on IG. Follow the podcast Twenty Eight Minutes or Less it's on all major platforms. Um, still rocking with episode ninety eight, which was Animal Kingdom season finale, um, a show that I was heavily invested in. Um, feel really good about the podcast, man. I feel like uh, I kind of broke down those six seasons pretty well. So uh, go check that out on all major platforms, and uh, that's all I got right now, man. Cool, man. So, um. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. Um, last episode, the video will be up as well. I had to do some stuff. So uh, for for those who don't know, I was pretty much on bed rest, so I couldn't really upload like I wanted to. But it will be up. Um, so if you, if you watch us on Spotify, that video will be up if you have skipped over that because you couldn't watch it. You can still listen to it, though, because it was uploaded. But... Um, yeah, so this one is definitely going to be up as well. Um, until then, man, you know what I'm saying? Your support is greatly appreciated. Oh, my God, I'm fighting through this pain. Your, appreciate, your support is greatly appreciated. Um, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Good.